You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. The grief and loss health and aged care staff experience when someone in their care dies is often overlooked and ignored, and many report burnout and mental health problems as a result. This concern was raised by Marianne Shaw from Karuna, a provider in home palliative care services, after the charity conducted a survey of health and aged care staff to identify their needs relating to workplace grief and loss. Marianne joins me now to talk about losing a patient, client or resident, and some potential coping strategies. Thank you for joining me, Marianne. Thanks, Dallas. Why did Karuna decide to focus on the way health and aged care workers deal with the loss of a a patient, client or resident? Look, it's an important part of Karuna's work. Um, Karuna is a palliative care service and um, over 25 years we've supported about 10,000 families. Um, So, you know, we have a clinical team that goes out and works with all of these families. So we recognise that it's important component of our role as an organisation. So um, we do have grief and bereavement staff um, who support who support the clinical team as well as the families that use the services of Karuna. Based on the survey, how often is this seen as an issue for staff? Well, we have about 100 nurses, health and aged care staff respond to a survey and we were looking to identify what was the topic of greatest interest to um, nurses, health and aged care staff that related to our work. And um, workplace grief and loss had the strongest interest as a topic for nurses, health and aged care staff. And when we asked in the survey how many people had been impacted by workplace grief and loss, 75% of nurses, health and aged care staff that responded to the survey had been impacted by workplace grief and loss. So we saw this as very significant and that really led us to, um, uh, to develop a program on managing workplace grief and loss. What are some of the strategies that, that will underpin that program? How can, how can staff work through uh, the grief and loss that they might be experiencing? Look, we looked at it at at an individual level. So what can you do at an individual level to support your mental health? And we also looked at what you can do at a team uh, and a management level to support staff. So sort of, for instance, at an individual level, we're looking at things that um, build resilience. So we look at mindfulness, for instance, as a strategy um, for building uh, resilience. And we also look at um, gratitude, for instance, as another strategy. Um, In relation to team and management strategies, we looked at the research and essentially, for instance, um, most nurses find that um, peer support is very important and very helpful. And so while peer support can be encouraging and it can create that feeling of um, community amongst nurses, uh, reflective practice actually helps um, enable growth. So what I mean by reflective practice is actually thinking about what happened, um, you know, what you might do differently next time um, actually enables growth. And that 
that reflective practice will occur through, you know, employee assistance programs or talking to a counsellor, that type of thing. And you mentioned there that that mindfulness and gratitude are two uh, individual strategies that that staff can employ. Uh, How might they be used to to manage workplace grief and loss in practice? Well, I suppose, um, you know, they're, they're good strategies for your own mental health. And what can happen sometimes is, you know, you might have a lot of losses and um, you start to think and focus on the negatives. Mm-hmm. And so, for instance, with gratitude, you know, um, it's really sort of sitting down and reflecting on, um, you know, what were some of the good things that happened today too, not just what were some of the bad things. Because we can get into that really negative thinking and we can get caught up into that negative thinking and then we can't find the positives at all. So, you know, gratitude is a, is a very useful strategy for all of us for our mental health, but you need to sometimes cultivate gratitude. You need to purposely reflect on it and think about it. And mindfulness is, is, again, a good strategy for your mental health. It builds resilience, you know, because often we're so caught up in what we're thinking about. You know, it could be... It could be, you know, you've had a bad day and you're thinking about these things. You go home and you're still thinking about them. Did I do the right thing, etc., etc. But you're not turning off from that and enjoying family time or just enjoying your downtime. You're living in your head and you're reliving the events that you experienced that day. So mindfulness can give you that peace in a way, gives you that break um, from that constant mental chatter that sometimes um, can be quite destructive for us. And why do you think so many nursing, health and aged care staff find peer-to-peer support helpful? I suppose I understand it as a nurse, why nurses find that sort of support helpful, because it's your peers saying you have done a good job and they know the situation that you're working in, you know. Um, And of course, you know, as a nurse, you're surrounded by other nurses. So getting that that immediate support um, from nurses is great because it you know, reduces that isolation as well. So I can understand why it is so common um, and so popular amongst the nurses. Uh, and as I said before, I think the important thing is that to enable growth, we need to reflect on our experiences and that might be outside of immediate peer support. You will also run a training workshop on on this topic in in October. What will that home in on? Well, if we're going to look at um, current grief and loss theory and we're going to look at um, the concept of disenfranchised grief, which is um, something that nurses, health and aged care staff can experience because their grief is not acknowledged. Um, Sometimes, for instance, if you're working in aged care, and you could have been caring for a resident, you know, because sometimes residents can be in aged care for long periods of time. You've been caring for that person for a long time and then they die. There may not be the time to focus on how you're feeling when that person dies. And it can lead to this concept of disenfranchised grief where the person doesn't feel as though they have the right to grieve, yet they've had a relationship with that person. 
Um, so we look at disenfranchised grief and um, we also look at the links between workplace grief and loss, burnout and also mental health conditions. And then the last half of the program really focuses on the strategies. So what can you do at an individual level? And it's some of those things I was talking about before, like mindfulness, gratitude, positive reframing. And what can you do at a team and a management level to support staff when they're experiencing these workplace um, grief and losses? And what other pieces of advice would you give to nurses, health and aged care staff who, who are dealing with workplace grief and loss? It's not abnormal to feel grief um, when a client or resident dies. Um, and, you know, it is important for you to be able to support your mental health dealing with these situations. And so, you know, you can look at some individual strategies. You can make sure that um, you consider self-care, you know, your own care of yourself. Um, you know, you might be working at a time when there's a series of losses and it's really having an impact on your mental health. Well, then, you know, you need to think about are you getting enough exercise or, you know, doing some exercise that you really enjoy that's good for your mental health. Um, what are you doing socially? You know, um, how is your how is your inner health? You know, whether it's your spirituality or religion or whatever. So self care is um, a concept that's very well known to social workers and other healthcare staff, and less understood by nurses and aged care staff. And so, you know, there, for instance, there are self care care plans that um, staff can complete to, you know, so if they encounter these situations, they can stop and reflect about, okay, I need to start thinking about how I'm looking after myself and what should I be doing. Um, so as I said, it, it's a concept that's very well known, for instance, in social work, but less well known amongst um, nurses and aged care staff. So self-care is important. And it might be things like um, you might develop some personally meaningful rituals that you adhere to um, when a client or a resident uh, dies that you're particularly attached to, whether it's just contacting the family, um, going to the funeral, you know, participating in a memorial, those sorts of things. They can certainly help build resilience, those types of strategies. Thank you for your time, Marianne. Thanks, Dallas.